Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. All of them. All the questions. For episode 136 of the Local Podcast, Sam, how's it going? Actually, let me introduce you first before I just start rattling off <laughs> names. Everybody's like, who the hell is Sam? Today, this evening, to this morning, whenever you decide to get out of bed and listen to this nonsense... Um, we're talking to Sam Harper from uh, all the sweet things that she makes. I don't, what is your official business title, Sam it, Louisa Harper? It is. It's Sam Louisa Harper, mm-hmm. and I just specialize in doing naked cakes, macaroons, and pies. That's dope. It's almost time for the Mardi Gras Parade again. The Crew Colossus invites you to come enjoy Dothan's only Mardi Gras Parade February 22nd at 3 p.m. Winding through the Garden District to downtown Dothan, this is the fastest growing parade in the South. Hundreds of thousands of beads, stuffed animals, candy, golden coconuts, and moon pies will be flung at your face. For information, find us on Facebook, Crew Colossus, spelled with a K. Come join the free fun Saturday, February 22nd at 3 p.m. Let the good times roll. So, how long have you been doing that? Business-wise? Nope. When did you get started in the kitchen? When my mom handed me a wooden spoon as a kid. That's a slippery slope for a kid. (laughs) First off, you get hooked on that crack batter. And every time that wooden spoon presents itself again, you don't want to miss that opportunity. Well, it didn't have to present itself. She gave it to me, so I would go do it for her. That's That's what the plan was, because... I'm the baker in the family, and my older brother is actually a chef. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Where does he work? He works somewhere in Tampa. He'll probably kill me for not knowing that's exactly right. where, but he's a chef, and he does more of the fancier side of things. Oh, that's... Yeah. Dude. Yeah. There's, there's so much... I feel like the education system is set up for you to be able to spend as much money in it as you want. Yes. But there's a vast amount of wisdom and knowledge that you can get, you can pick up. Just, I mean, you don't necessarily have to go to school. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, depending on who's training you and what it, your specialty is, like in a lot of cases, you just hammering stuff out in the kitchen and ruining groceries time and time again is going to produce a better product in the long run. I think that's what people get a kick out of because they actually assume, especially with doing the French macaroons, yeah. that I went to school for so long. And like I said, I started baking it probably even as a toddler yeah, dude. my That's... mom had me up on the counter baking and then from there i worked in a cupcake shop somewhere in panama city mm-hmm. came up here i worked a little bit under kbc mm-hmm. and then i left there worked for coffee bean kind of got forced into doing my own thing and just kept rolling with it. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's a lot of us kind of wind up in positions like that. Like I, my background is actually like, I grew up in the sign business and I started skateboarding, which made me almost unhirable anywhere because I was constantly either hurt or wearing black shirts or dyeing my hair black or just disobeying any authority right. anywhere. Um, and so like figuring out what it is that you want to do rather than doing what you have to do to do what you want to do is like a very powerful thing. And if you can harness that, like the nerves that come behind it, then, and use that to like fling you forward. If yeah. that's your fuel, dude, you'd be unstoppable and do whatever you want. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of time people are like, Oh, well, what do you do? It's like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. I just, we just live in nobody, dude, nobody knows. what the hell No, it's doing. like this presents itself. Looks like it's a good thing. I'll go for it. Yeah. 
Why not? Yeah. What uh? What did you? What do you do for fun outside of hustling sweets? I work out. Hmm? I hang out with my husband and I play with our dogs. That's about it. That's a pretty <laughs> fulfilling life. That is, I don't work out at all because I don't, I've got 15 stairs that I run up and down every day, like <laughs> multiple times. I'm like, if I just keep my, if I just keep all my calories down for the day, I should be just fine. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I just pat my dog on the head and lounge on the couch and party with the wife. It's yeah. pretty solid. Um, what do you do for a living over there? Me? Mr. I am, husband. Uh... <laughs> I work at the paper mill. Introduce yourself, Mr. Yeah, so I'm Kyle Harper. I, uh, of course, married to Sam. I'm not as important as her. Uh-huh. But Dude, somebody's got to <laughs> test drive those recipes, man. You can't just be going in there blind. Oh, yeah. I test them out <laughs> That's the way multiple times. Yeah, you got to. But um, me personally, I work at the paper mill right across the river Yeah, uh, over in Georgia. Yeah. I'm a process control engineer. And Damn, nice. Yeah, never mind. You guys are, I don't have the brain capacity to talk to you about your job. <laughs> I'm going to stick to this kitchen play. I was to say, there's a lot of people over there. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a, yeah, I've got a bunch of nuclear engineer friends, and I say that they were, were friends. We have conversations, but it's me throwing words in their direction, and them just looking at me like, I don't think you know what I do. Like, I just assume <laughs> everybody at Farley is Homer Simpson. That's basically what I picture. <laughs> and while that has served me very well for my 37 years. <laughs> I don't think it, I, don't, I feel like it's, I don't mean it to be disrespectful, but come on guys. Like if you can't, can't <laughs> take the piss out of yourself. Like who cares? Yeah. I, well, my dad was a machinist growing up. So when, when I was going saying, I want to be an engineer, mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'm going to raise you not to be one of those stupid engineers. So <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, I'm, Hopefully not a stupid engineer. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. There's so many different engineering specialties, too, between, like, structural or that's all I can think of, electrical. Maybe. there's. I'm sure there's some plumbing engineers out there somewhere. By degree, I'm electrical. Okay. So if you look at my certificate, it says School of Electrical Engineering. But what I got into is you're talking about learning. Mm-hmm. on the go so sure. one of the one things one of my electrical engineering professors told me is like by the time you get out of this school you will be a mile wide or and an inch deep meaning they're gonna shoot you with everything mm-hmm. they can they'll skim the surface it's hard it is that but they'll skim the surface but once you actually get into your field me being in controls you get you turn into an inch wide mm-hmm. a mile deep yeah so and about everything you do, what she does, what I do, probably what you do too. You're gonna feel the pain. Oh yeah, you're gonna feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's part of what keeps people going, though. Like, for me, like, I don't even know you guys. I'm just gonna dump everything out here on, on Front Street. Like for <laughs> me, it always surprises me what I can accomplish if I just say you know what i'm not listening to everybody that's like you shouldn't do that like yeah but maybe i should i don't know you know what i mean like that (laughs) yeah i want to do it so i'll do it yeah that like proving people wrong and like proving i don't know like that's a that's a powerful force if you start just taking all the no's and turning them into like you can'ts Mm -hmm. and you start proving those you can'ts wrong Dude, you yeah. can't. You can get away with anything, just about. <laughs> or you can accomplish anything. I won't say get away. That sounds like criminal behavior. That's not what I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not trying to perpetuate that. Um, but yeah, like 
anything, whether it's like events or business or cooking or yeah. just find what it is that you enjoy or that you enjoy the fruits of and dude, get after it. Yeah. You'll fall on your face every once in a while. Oh, of course. Cause I know there's been a couple of times I've called her from work. I'm getting fired today. <laughs> it's like, what'd you do? I broke something. <laughs> That's always the scariest too. Like when you break a piece of equipment that you know, you don't necessarily have the cash for. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah, dude, you start messing with like Hobart stuff and like, no, yeah, that's the high end, like commercial kitchen gear. Yeah. Oh yeah. It ain't a $300 kitchen, no. kitchen, kitchen aids. Yeah, cause I'm, mixer. since I'm renting it too, like sometimes I'm like, don't mess this up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scared, dude, it's terrifying. And it is. around here, it's, there's not a lot of repair places. Like there's, I think there's one out of Montgomery. I didn't even know if there was one near. I just know a lot of times when we look for stuff, it's like, okay, who has one used? There, so there is a used uh, commercial kitchen store in Dozen. Right. But I don't know if you know where it is, but it I, sounds like you do. I heard of it. You should check it out. Yeah, I heard of it. And then, like I said, aside from that, I rent. So normally when they get stuff, I'm like, yeah, you can buy that. I'll just yeah. keep paying my rent towards you. Yeah, absolutely. That's the <laughs> ticket. Like, if you don't have to buy all this gear, why not? Like, yeah. I need to start renting my office out. Because all I've done with this place is turned into like a pretty, I mean, I could sell this office probably for more than I could sell my business for. <laughs> That's not actually true, but it's, it's got enough amenities that I could, I could probably pitch, yeah, pitch I, a hard bargain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all throughout childhood, you just couldn't stay out of the kitchen. Just Yeah, I always baked. And then even when it got to the point, because I, I do cook, it's just now since I've done it, the baking side for more of a career mm. thing, I personally feel like I can't even like say that I cook that well, <laughs> just because it's not what I do every sure. day. Even though I, I still do it, it's not what I do every day. And then even when my brother and I got older... Like I said, I had worked in a bakery mm-hmm. before, and he, he actually didn't even go to school until probably after he graduated college for his culinary degree, but he always loved it. And anytime it came to holidays, he's mm-hmm. like, you get to do the stuff that's baked. That's all you can do. Like, I had no choice. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, well, thanks. But if anything, it just kind of pushed it even yeah, further dude. along. So. Well, then you get this weird, like, competition between you and your sibling. And you're like, yes. I'm going to make this dessert way better than you're going to make this, like, 11-course meal. Yeah. And if you can knock <laughs> one thing out of the park and he's just getting singles the whole time, <laughs> you can take a trot around that whole table, your arms, arms in the air. Yeah. I think it's actually gotten the point, too. I think some point this last year, he asked me, he's like, hey, can I have a, one of your recipes to use for my boyfriend because your cake's good? You know, it's like... The student becomes the teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what was that? Like, yeah, okay. dude. <laughs> some Master Yoda shit going on. <laughs> That's the ticket, man. Like, I don't know. I love cooking. I love... So my thing as of this week, not this week, <laughs> starting probably around mid-November, mm-hmm. I would just start craving junk food late in the night and I would get up and not find junk food and so I was like you know what I can crush it in the kitchen like <laughs> I've won two John Jam championships I've won a DAYP uh, wing cook-off so I've won real three real bad cooking awards <laughs> but that's two more than Kelsey has so I feel like that's still a W um, I'm, I'm here for quantity, not quality. <laughs> That's what counts. Yeah, right? I'm trying to load up, load down this uh, trophy case of, of trophies that I've made up for myself. Um, 
but yeah, like I was like, all right, I know I've got flour, sugar, something's gone horribly wrong. We don't have water in this house. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all you need is that basically flour, sugar, water. You can make a sweet with that. It probably wouldn't be great. You throw some butter in there. A little bit of sugar. Yeah. Um, let's see. But yeah, I started making just whipped up butter cookies, like just two cups of sugar, stick of butter, maybe a cup of flour. I can't remember. Late nights are very, not my most productive <laughs> memory evenings. Uh, but they're delicious. And I was like, why, why am I blow? how much money am I blowing on Oreos <laughs> and like chips ahoy every month? Yeah. Like I go to Sam's to get my junk food. I'm not joking around. Yeah, you like, get the bulk pack of dude, it. Dude, <laughs> I don't even go through the line. Like I have the app. I scan everything with my phone. I walk out like I've got keys to the front door. Like, <laughs> and it's all junk food. And usually probably like a good hefty amount of like red meat and bacon. <laughs> like usually there's a lot of, a lot of like dude junk food. I guess the stairs are doing you some good then, huh? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've run up and down those things. A ton. I, I try not to do a lot in the office because I feel like if I get too cozy, then I will just sit in this chair exactly like I am and just doze off. Yeah. Because in the daytime, the sun comes through the windows and you're like, oh, I'm going to be a little warm kitten and just be on the edge of this chair. <laughs> but you can't do that if you have to, if you write in your own paychecks, you definitely should not be doing that. Yeah. Because you're going to run out of it. Your, your boss is going to bounce a check and you're going to be mad with him. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, dude, people, there's so many things you can get into if you just know things. Yeah, I think that's what's been amazing. It's only been, I think I officially opened for business November, so this is supposedly my third month. Get it. And people, even before that, getting into it, people were amazed that, like, when they talked to me, they automatically assumed I didn't know what I was doing. But then once they talked and they asked certain mm -hmm. questions, they're like... Oh, that's really smart. If you don't look like you're 50 <laughs> years old, nobody thinks you know what you're doing. Yeah, there's, and they would, they'd be like, wow, that's a good idea. And, and then like, they would like back off and actually like realize that I knew what I was doing. It's, sure. It's like, I'm not going to just jump into something if I don't have yeah. any clue whatsoever. See, that's what's nice about the beard and the premature receding hairline. If I shave... If I shave today, I would lose 90% of my clients. Like, nah, this dude's 11. I don't know. I, I have a commercial driver's license, and I was driving a international crane from Mobile to uh, back to Dothan. Well, you have to go through a way station when you enter Florida. And every time I went by that thing, before I had a beard, I would get... They'd be like, sir, can you come in the office? Like, yes. <laughs> and they'd be like, you, do you know why you're in here? I was like, yeah, because I look like I'm four. <laughs> and it looks like a, it looks like a kid stole a truck and he's driving down the road with it. I understand. And so, yeah, I grew a beard out and, like, started being meaner. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, this is just that, another version of that guy. It's great. It's, I get Ron Swanson a lot. I get, uh, I don't know. I think I'm just a wise ass and I don't. I, th I just try to make everybody take themselves less seriously just so we can all get along better. Now I'm drifting off into some random rant. <laughs> you, you did not come here for that. <laughs> so what do you, what is your specialty? I know, I know you sling a max like, whoa. Yes. That's, I actually didn't expect to really do those. Mm -hmm. But then, like I said, I, I actually, how I got into coffee bean is Lisa green. It's, she's a sister of Mr. Coffee bean. Mm -hmm. She needed some help with a wedding. 
she hit me up saying, I need a lot of Max done <laughs> like, right. fast for this wedding. And I helped her and that's, he got interested in wanting to sell them. So that's where that took off. And, Why not? you know, now it's gotten to the point where people ask monthly for like specialty flavors. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm looking into Valentine's day. I think I got two separate flavor boxes that, and people have already been jumping at those opportunities because one's like a box of chocolates and one's mm-hmm. like a box of fruit where I'm going to have like a Fig Newton version of one. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I do the macaroons. I also do naked cakes, mm-hmm. which those probably go more than the Macs, believe it or not. It just doesn't seem like it sometimes. I think it's because the Macs are bite-sized and the naked cakes are like, the look. I mean, it's basically like a beer-sized pastry, yeah? Yeah. The, is that considered I mean, a pastry? That's, that, oh, yeah, it's the small good. cake is about three... Three inches round, four inches tall. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that have been most popular. But you know, I do the six inch ones yeah. and the eight inch ones too. But yeah, the max you don't. I, I mean, I even personally haven't thought about it. It's just someone had been asking me like, how many do you think you do in a year? And I think I had finally done the math, and it was close to maybe like twelve, thirteen thousand. Woo! Yeah, yeah, I mean, because they're bulk size batches. I yeah. ha- I have to do them yeah. that way for for it to make sense yeah and then you know that's why it's kind of funny when people want to order them and it's like can i have one <laughs> like i can't it's like that's why i sell them like coffee bean sells them and you know it's like go if you want one mm-hmm. just go to him cause yeah he, he'll get them for that reason because people just want one and a cup of coffee it works out and i mean business side to that is your margins are higher if you're selling one out of a case because you mm-hmm. can buy in bulk and yeah yeah because basically sell it to him and he can you know he picks what flavors he wants and like i said with valentine's day He'll probably have what flavor he wants to sell, and then I'll have whatever, whatever I want to sell. Whatever you're doing. So, do you do specific? St- do you avoid doing specific things because he's selling them, or I guess that's not really a big issue because you're not selling individually, so it's not really. You guys don't have competing business. Yeah, so, so like, yes and no, because, like, he... If you did specialty stuff for him, it would be one thing. But. Yeah, I mean, he, he tells me what flavors he wants, so it's, like, he knows what flavors that sell gotcha. for him, and then I guess you could say I'm more the bougie flavors mm-hmm. that people would want to order, so it works out because he doesn't necessarily like selling those. Yeah. And that's just because it's it's not what he wants, mm-hmm. and it's, like, I'm, I can do it because not only that, normally the holiday ones I do, like, even Christmas I did ones that had... I drew Christmas trees on them that had gold splattered mm-hmm. on. You know, it was like it's even higher end than... Than just the, a regular. Yeah, yeah, than the typical. But, yeah, aside from the Macs, like I said, the naked cakes are big. And then I do pies, but those... That's more definitely a seasonal thing. Just really... No, yeah. Strictly November, maybe December. Just taking some stress out of the Thanksgiving hustle. Yeah, try to, try to deviate it a little yeah. bit one way. But, yeah, the cakes are big as well. I mean... You know, the only thing I don't do with those is I'm not, most of the other ones are, I mean, there's plenty of other bakers around here. Like Mm -hmm. even Lisa, they do the highly decorated fondant pipe work. And, and, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't do any of that just because. You're not trying to be on uh, the British Baking Challenge and be star baker? (laughs) No, I wouldn't. You ain't trying to hang out with that dude that looks (laughs) vaguely like Snape with blue eyes? (laughs) No, I'm good. I I like, Uh, I like baking and enjoying it. I wouldn't want the stress of any of those shows. Yeah. So. I don't believe that that in particular show is stressful at all to any of those people. I feel like it's therapeutic for, but yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you're trying to go in like hell's kitchen situation and be like barked at by, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind meeting him though. That'd be rad, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just to meet him, even though it's like you get kicked off in the first thing. Sure. Like, Did you see his episode of hot ones on YouTube? 
I saw parts of it. I did. Yeah, he was watching it. He's like so mad about how gross the wings are. Like, dude, when you cooked these like three days ago, he's furious. He's like, this is dog shit wings. Like, these are awful. I was like, get it, Gordon. Tell him like it is. That's, I mean, that's his brand. Yeah. That's that's him. And that's the thing is you, you do what you do good and what works for you. And Absolutely. You and just, then you, the people that want to work with that find yeah. it. And then the people that don't naturally don't. Yeah, and that's why, like I said, there's to me, there's a lot of other bakers. I mean, there's already a lot of bakers here. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of bakers that do the specialty decorated cakes. It's like I want to do the opposite and do the specialty flavor where it actually tastes like it's everything from scratch. Yeah. You know, and that's like I would rather say... Everything in mind from is from scratch. I know you know what's in there versus, you know, some of those decorated cakes. That they're not about the flavor right off. Yeah. What fundamentally separate? What what is the fundamental difference between a Mac and a traditional like sandwich cookie? If you want to explain that to our listeners that are that don't know what we're talking about. Um. Well, the Mac technically, if you really want to get into it, it's actually a macaron because mm-hmm. it's R O N. A mm-hmm. macaroon, which is R O O N, is a sandwich cookie that's made out of coconut mm-hmm. instead of almond flour, which is the one I do. Gotcha. So there's that technical, but a lot of people, I don't know where it got kind of mixed up in it, but it's mm-hmm. just, it comes out as macaroon. Yeah. A lot of times where I just try to say Max. And nobody yeah, that's <laughs> why I've avoided it. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. mispronounce this and the host of the show can't look like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I got to the point that sometimes, you know, like you try to nicely like nudge to correct. Yeah, because, yeah. Because, you know, some people, they don't realize that it's an actual difference because I've had people thinking I did macaroons. Yeah. Because. And then they show up and there's not shaved coconut all yeah, over the and floor they're like, and they're like, oh, I don't understand. Yeah, they're like, wait, it's like, no, it's, it's the same thing in a way because people just, I don't know who did it or what mm-hmm. happened but like <laughs> i explain it but yeah the it's a french based one and it's almond flour egg whites and sugar so it makes it a if you get a good recipe and you know what you're doing mm-hmm. they're very cakey in texture i mean you should be able to break the shell apart and it, it's very spongy yeah. and that's yeah. it's that and then just really whatever you want to stick in it because i know there's some people that even do like more savory fillings mm-hmm. like bacon, all sorts of things. I could see a, a maple bacon I've, mac fly I've, off the shelf. I've done a maple bacon. It actually didn't do that well. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I know enough about baking to, like, impress real dumb people that don't <laughs> eat a lot of good shit. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in the kitchen. Um, I have heard... So right now, like, I'm trying to perfect my own chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. And so far, I have, I'm splitting the sugar half and half between uh, the white and the brown. white and dark brown. And I'm actually using some cornstarch. Yep, that's a good one. To soften, keep everything soft on the inside. Yeah, it's more like a cake flour. Yeah. Yeah, that'll make a softer cookie. Uh, what do you do for the butter? Sticks a damn butter. Are you room temping, cold, no, or I pop them. I pop them in the microwave for about 20 seconds and get them <laughs> soft and then just throw the sugar on there and get after it. I was about to say, if you do like that or if you fully melt it, it's going to make your cookie spread more. Mm-hmm. So that's a thinner cookie if that's what you want. I'm also trying to figure out if I want to stick, if I want to go straight from the fridge in or if I just want to do them throw them in at room temperature after I've made them and I'm trying to figure out my benefits. See, that's the thing. If you don't melt the butter, if you actually let it sit out room temp, whether it's hours mm. or just overnight, you know, let it get to room temperature, 
then you'll have a thicker cookie mm -hmm. and you won't have to worry about the whole freezing or refrigerated before the oven. Or even there's some recipes, if you look it up, you can do cold butter and that'll make one, some of those big, thick cookies that you That's see. That's how I make my uh, biscuits, my homemade biscuits mm -hmm. in the mornings. Yeah, you can, Shaved up frozen butter. Yeah, you can do cold butter for cookies. It'll make a really thick cookie. And then what you do is you bake it at a higher temp a little bit for a little bit less time. And then it's got like that almost not done middle. So it's all gooey. I feel like you should have lasted. You should have left this part of the conversation till the end. Because now I just want to kick you out and go home and <laughs> ruin my kitchen. Uh, my wife loves it. They're like, I'll wake her up. She, so sometimes I'll just cook and it'll be, I don't sleep well. And so I just get into mischief. And some of that mischief is, let's see how much flour we can keep off the floor. And it's always that game. It's never how much we can get on it because we can get it on it. Uh, but yeah, she's, she'll wake up and there'll be like a batch of cookies, like just chilling in the cooling rack that I just left overnight. Yeah. And she'll grab one. She woke me up a few weeks ago and she was like, you stupid bastard. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, how is it that you can just wander into the kitchen and knock something like this out with, you didn't go to the store. Like, how do you do, like, you didn't even look at anything. The whole, so the beginning of this, I sat up in bed at like legit 1230 and I said, do we have everything we need to make homemade? There's another one of those in there. If you want to grab it? Oh, I'm good. Okay. Um, do we have everything we need in the house to make homemade marshmallows? Because everybody has front of mind awareness of what the ingredients of a homemade marshmallow is. Nobody knows what the hell's in a marshmallow unless you've made them before. Yeah. Like, there's some, I mean, what is it? Like gelatin's the only real weird thing that you shouldn't that is have. Kind of, yeah, that's the out of, out of the ordinary yeah. thing. Yeah, and so I've looked it up enough times to know that probably don't have it but just to be a wise guy let's wake up the wife and make it her problem too <laughs> hey boo why not uh, yeah so that I made that first batch of like basic basic sugar cookies or butter sugar cookies or whatever and she was mad about it man she was like dude you can't just be having these dense sweets just laying about the house <laughs> at all times like I finished out yesterday I finished a batch of uh, I don't know what I made it was basically the same thing, but I used brown sugar and a lot of it and some cinnamon. Like a hood rat snickerdoodle, almost. Yeah. Just didn't dip it in the sugar, just put it inside instead. Mm hmm Yup. I can never find my... I, I don't know. I'm just going to start venting to you about my kitchen woes <laughs> right now. I can never find anything. It's never where I left it. Is that a, does that ever happen in a shared rented space? Not yes and no. It's more of like oddball things that say like ice cream scoops. Mm -hmm. We use that for measuring, if not frosting, cookie dough. Yeah. It's random things, you know, and then on top, there's actually three of us in there because there's Chris who does, he's got the cinnamon rolls mm -hmm. and all that. He's got. Okay. Let me. All right. I had. <laughs> okay. Do you know, where do you work out? Dothan Athletic Club and at Crunch Fitness as well. Have you ever had a athletic injury be worked on in town? Do you know Josh Graves? Dude looks like me, but like a bigger version. Like no, a, I mean, like if, I, a, if I saw him, I might, but not right off the top of my head now. He sat right where you're sitting today. Like this morning, it was like, mm -hmm. dog. <laughs> this is, how, this is what, what he sounds like. <laughs> dog. 
I don't know who's selling those cinnamon rolls down there, but that son of a bitch was like the size of a plate. Yeah. I swear that son of a, that thing was like three pounds. And it was delicious. And I was like, what in the world? And I was like, it's funny you say that because Sam's coming up here later this afternoon or this evening. Yeah. I'll figure out where those come from. Yeah, it's 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 Chris. He does them, and it's a two pounds. <laughs> is it two? Is it legit two pounds? It's a two pound cinnamon roll. If it's not like a right above, right on, you know, varies. Yeah, yeah. But on yeah, average, yeah. It's a two pound cinnamon roll. That's is he doing those? Yeah, he does them in house. He'll bake them. Hold on, I'm picturing how just the process now. It's got to be like a log of dough and cinnamon right yeah yeah i mean he gets it and he just rolls them that big oh okay that's what he does he rolls I, them he's that. just like doing yeah he just swirls i gotcha yeah, i was picturing him like doing a sheet of rolling yeah, the it big roll. cutting it and like a swiss cake roll type deal yeah yeah like a big old log yeah i'm like dude uh, yeah like yeah, two no, pounds yeah, when you slice it that's two pounds like no dude you can't be doing that yeah no he does it this way he rolls it he's probably getting kickbacks from davita <laughs> all these dialysis like patients going oh, and yeah, but, i mean they, they love those cinnamon rolls. I bet. They love them, yeah, because we share the space with him, which, like I said, his big seller is the cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. It's not the big ones. He sells just yeah. the small one. And then Lisa, she does her, her big wedding cakes. She also does caterings. And then, of course, there's me where I do. I sell my Max to mm-hmm. him, and he sells them his case. And, like, I also sell to Corks and Cattle. Mm-hmm. I sell mini cakes over there. And then, of course, I have custom orders of my own. Yeah. So there's a lot of baking going on. No kidding. At most times. And someone always ends up grabbing, like I said, it's, it's always like the ice cream scoop season, the, the biggest thing. It's like, where on, and it's always like some random ass place. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, why is it on this shelf? The like, intern grabbed it. That's what I always say. Like, so there's an ongoing joke in my house, and it's not even the intern now. So <laughs> my wife's uh, sister, Anytime she stays with us, for some reason, I lose something. And it's never her fault. <laughs> Actually, it's not even like that. Like, anytime now it's gotten to the point where, like, I could be here, which she has never been here, ever, <laughs> and lose something. I'm like, Bonnie, will you call your sister in New York City and f- ask her where my whatever went? And she's like, dude, why do you keep blaming my sister for stealing everything? I was like, I it's easier for blaming myself for being irresponsible. <laughs> we'll just have fun with it forever. Um... That's awesome, though. Like, how is it a lot easier to do big batches? I guess it's a lot easier for consistency's sake. Yes. I mean, I've only ever done big batches. Yeah. And I'm, it's just, that's the easiest thing to me. You know I mean? Because, I mean, it fits in the mixers that I use. Yeah. I get a lot done. It's just, it's. I mean, it's what I know now. So, you know, sometimes when... If I need to do something smaller, it's like, I don't know how. Sure, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how to go backwards. Brett Smith, who does an ice cream, uh, has been on here a handful of times. And he was talking about when he first got started, mm-hmm. he was making like individual pops at the house to test drive. Like, right. Because I'm not going to make 50 pops. Yeah. They're all going to taste like shit. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Let's not just ruin groceries for the sake of throwing money in the garbage. So once he kind of got, I just didn't know if it was like that with Max or. I mean, like I said, I. I've done them before. Yeah. And then... Like, if I was like, I'm going to go home and make six, you'd be like, I don't know where to tell you to start, dog. No, I I wouldn't, because even if I took... I think even if I half my batch, that still is about three, four dozen, if I half my batch. And that's still a lot, if you think about it. Do you... um, I'm assuming with batches that size, there's not measuring cups. It's all weighed out. Yep. Everything I do is weighed out. I don't do anything by the measuring cup just because it actually changes the recipe. Because you look at a recipe, it tells you 
one cup of something, it, yeah, can, it can vary by how you scoop how it. How I scoop it, if I pack it down or if I don't pack and it. And that goes yeah. with every ingredient. So yeah. that, that changes the consistency. So to keep the consistency across exactly the board. Exactly what you expect yeah. when it's done. So say, you know, say someone had a cake of mine a year ago, it's still going to taste the same, mm-hmm. if not better now. That's exactly one of the benefits we discussed last week with Seaburn Wood from uh, Well Rooted. Okay. We were talking about he is partners with and I'm going to butcher this whole thing but luckily there's it's just skip to the next episode or the previous episode and you can listen to this <laughs> um, he was saying the biggest thing is when you're get, when you're serving somebody something that they're going to ingest and there's so many mysteries in the world have you watched Rotten on Netflix don't you won't ever leave the house again it's basically like everything in the world's terrible and you can't it's it just explains the worst things about the your favorite things it's a big downer yeah it's like man that's no fun i love cigarettes why you gotta tell me that um uh yeah seaburn was talking about like to get that standard and to get to that point where you can set the standard as if it's below this mark, mm-hmm. we can't send it out. Yeah. You like, you have to be able to do a ton of production so you can figure out what your brand standard is going to be. Right. And doing six at a time, it's going to take <laughs> full elbow. How long does it take to get, if like, if you just ran through a batch, One batch. I mean, really your big hurdle is oven time. And we actually don't have that much of a competition with oven time, honestly. Really? Because I'm... Chris gets there, he, the coffee shop... Well, I meant just like... Not necessarily... Like if just you as an individual. Oh, in like, general using oven time? Yeah, mix... Like getting ingredients together and getting dry, wet, and then yeah, like, incorporating. So Mac process, take the whole process from separating egg whites and yolks mm-hmm. all the way to filling the shells and putting them in a container, that's about two hours for a whole batch. That's not bad. It's not. And I mean, I've gotten rather efficient with it, but yeah. it is it is very time consuming. And that's another thing that people don't see is a difference. It's like, look, yes, they make them at Publix or you can even order them from the, these bigger food company mm-hmm. trucks. People, you know, some people buy them. But well, people take it out of context and they say, they, they take away from the fact that it took two hours to make a cookie that is a little larger than a half dollar. Not only that, it's the pure skill that comes with it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they, they don't, they just look at the, like they just said, discount it. They look at this tiny trinket and they're like, mm-hmm. they don't know anything about who did it. Nope. What it took for them to figure out what the hell they were doing. Like the equipment that they have to have. Yeah. All that time sweat mm-hmm. failures that went into all the groceries that you ruined on the way oh yeah shoot even going from one location to another yeah moving she, like so we've been married for ever since we've been in Dothan we've mm-hmm. been married where'd you guys come from Panama City yep Panama City we met at Smitty's Barbecue I was I a I love Smitty's Barbecue yeah. all the planes on the ceiling uh-huh. my friend's uh, my friend's stepdad owns that place or owned that place years ago Anyway. Carrie Scott. You talking about Carrie Scott? He sold. He sold it. Daniel Johnston was his stepkid. I can't remember. I don't know what his dad's name is. Because the last I remember when I from when I had left was a, uh, I think it was. Oh, I don't remember their name. It was Barry and Sue. I don't remember their last name either. It was um Carrie Scott's. He got married and it was his 
wife's sister, his sister-in-law. Okay. That it was them. Who, I'm trying to think. I think I think they still had it. I'm not sure, but yeah, we. I thought Daniel uh, that, figured out. But that, yeah, that, that's where we met. Is I was a server. I was the head server, and he worked in the kitchen. I was what? A cook. Yep. So he. So, so I was, you know, the server, and then he was the. I'm gonna be loudmouth and talking crap, cook. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why not? So have you have you seen that movie Waited? <laughs> oh yeah. Or waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's a kitchen. Oh, that's 100% how the oh, kitchen yeah. works. I mean, we didn't have a the nut showing game. Sure. But, <laughs> but everything else, that's oh, real yeah. life. Yeah, dude, yeah. listen. One of the biggest, one of the greatest accomplishments people that are easily influenced can make is to get out of that goddamn service industry. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, like, I'm... For a very long time, I was like, what are we doing, guys? And then they'd be like, this. And I'd be like, sweet. No questions asked. Like, if all your friends are jumping off that bridge, yeah, we do. That shit sounds fun. I started there when I was 14. I worked there for eight years That's, until I got my degree. Dude, I'm sure you've, I'm sure I've eaten your food before. You probably have. You probably my have. My friend Daniel Johnson, who owned Extremely Bored, yeah. skin shop down there. That's. Somehow, I think it was his stepdad that was a partner or somehow involved in this. And I don't know how long ago this was. We'd gone in there a handful of times. I was like, why do you keep dragging me here? <laughs> I mean, the food is fantastic. And it's off the beaten It's not even off the beaten path, but it's not a tourist spot. Mm-mm. And so, like, I was like, this is dope. And they have planes everywhere. Oh, yeah, I was, that's, like, the, super that's the big it. thing. And luckily, they were able to salvage a lot of it after the hurricane. That's what's great. Yeah. That... Anytime like that or when Red Bar burnt or like when those like places that made the city yeah, what it was for gr- the locals. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially growing up there because I know that's that's why, you know, we I mean, honestly, we kind of lost touch with what all was there because we moved. I mean, I think I moved up here because he, you were here about a year before I was almost a year. Yeah, almost a year because I've been up here for about four and a half years, yeah, so almost I, five. I've only been here three ish mm-hmm. years. Did you guys just grow up in Panama City, or we did? We both yeah. did. Born I was born in Bay. Raised. Yeah, born Bay I bet I'm Bay High. Mosley. God. Yep. How old are you? Me, I'm. What am I? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh, thank God. I don't know anybody that you would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I have a boatload of names rattling around in my head right now, and I'm like, do you know something? I'm like, let's not do this while we're recording. <laughs> Implicate some people. Uh, yeah, dude, Panama City is incredible. People don't realize like how rad Panama City is because they go down there from March to October and they're like, it's so gross. Well, not even that. They like, dri- y- they you're drive- the reason it's gross, guys. Like, they, dri- they drive through and go to the beach. Yeah. They, they oh, miss yeah, yeah. all of Panama dude, City. Yeah. yeah. Dude. So, the Cove, MacArthur Avenue, all that. Like, I love that whole area. Like, Tan Fanny's dog. You ever <laughs> party in Tan Fanny's? Tan Fanny's, no. You missed out. No, I, I hope I, I knew some girls that danced there. <laughs> so one of the girls that danced there made her own shampoo. She told me one time while she was dancing, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know how this interaction is supposed to play out. Like, I mean, was she telling you because you needed to use shampoo? Is that what it was? <laughs> no, she kept draping her hair over my face, and I was like, what's that smell? And it was not a pleasant aroma it was more of an odor i would categorize that more of an odor that sounds about right for a dancer at a place like Mm -hmm. that (laughs) yeah and then one girl was dancing and her boyfriend was like sitting next to the stage just vibing anybody that walked up (laughs) and i was like dude you're trying to starve to death what are you doing (laughs) and i just sat with him and i was like how what's what's this dynamic like at home 
Like, do you go to sleep or do you just follow her around and make sure that nobody appreciates her (laughs) or she doesn't, I don't know. Can't can't share her. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, ah, I don't know. Like, were you going to outbid me at the strip club? (laughs) Your own girl? Just go home, man. She'll get back there eventually with a bunch of money. (laughs) Uh, What a strange business model. Um, I'm glad you uh, did not go down that road. (laughs) Assuming that you knew anybody that I didn't mention on this podcast. Um, Dude, yeah. Panama City is a beautiful spot, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, Not necessarily Sandpiper, but Panama City, Panama City. Downtown, downtown's awesome. They're right in the middle of, well, they were and are in the middle of revitalizing a yeah. lot of their downtown. Say, it came up awesome. far. They have. They do. So far. Yeah. Because they started Friday Fest and the different things mm-hmm. like that and really started. There's a spot that I like to go is Corner Pocket. Is that downtown? That's downtown. Yeah. I don't, I haven't even checked to see if that's still there. I don't know either, but man, it's a pay by the hour pool hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just give you, a, give you the rack. Give you a rack yeah. and you'll go to town for however long you want. Pockets was like that for years here in Dothan. I don't think they do that anymore. Well, I don't think Pockets is there anymore because now it's the <laughs> uh, Habitat for Humanity Restore. Mm. But yeah, there's a bar here like that. It's called Pockets. And a really good friend of mine that I grew up skateboarding with, uh, his mother bartended there for years. And so like we all grew up like the Wild West. Like we were all a hundred percent like nobody was paying attention to what we were doing. If we weren't in school or even if we went to school, like we were the fact that I have keys to this building and like can sit here and have a conversation with you guys is remarkable. Like I was destined for straight garbage and it was all because I hung out in those goddamn hourly pool halls. From the time I was 14 until if, I mean, if I was, if that was still a thing, I ended up bartending later in life and met this dude that was a state champion in billiards in like Michigan. And he taught me a bunch of stuff. And then I, when it was slow, I would just like train how to do these goofy trick shots. Trying to be a pool shark. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really just like a awful self-taught course on physics. That's all it really was at the end of the day. Um, what are you looking forward to for 2020? I mean, I guess with three months in, the world is your oyster, right? Like, yeah, because I'm. I mean, I don't have. You don't have those last year dividends to compare to. No, and I mean, of course, of course, I think everyone around here. I mean, because everyone I've been talking to, of course, you know, they're checking in with me, seeing how I'm doing, and then, you know, we're talking stuff. It's like everybody's like. Yeah, this is the slow time of the year. It sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, Absolutely. everybody's feeling that, but, you know, I'm actually kind of enjoying it to a degree after the last two months because I, I was... You get first, beat, I, the yeah, brakes get beat right off the whole time. You're trying to keep yeah, up with Christmas I, demand. I was and, sweating it at first, like, thinking about January, but, you know, I mean, I just announced Valentine's Day stuff, and it's like, that's going to be, that's less than a month now. Yeah. And it's hard to think that, but... Yeah, it's like, I don't, ha- I got really, you know, the rest of the year to see how things go. That's awesome. So there's that. And then, like I said, I've, I've got Coffee Bean, he buys Max. I've got Course and Cattle where mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff. Got a few other things I'm looking into. Yeah. So. If y'all own a place that does business with people and you want to hustle some Max, I'd assume that I could send them your way if oh, they're yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. 
that's that's what all this is for. We're just trying to get other people more aware of all the rad shit going on, <laughs> yes. so they can stop complaining and stop leaving Dothan to go like be a part of something yeah, that we can do here. Well, and honestly, I don't think you know because, like I said, we're both from Panama City, and I mean, I worked in a cupcake mm-hmm. place there, and. I was in one where she did bake everything from scratch and she wasn't able to make it. That's why, honestly, I was scarred for a little bit, Think even thinking of the idea of having my own business. Yeah. And, you know, but I mean, one of those things is kind of, I'm kind of grateful because it showed me how brutal it could be mm-hmm. and what not to do. Because it's not like she did anything wrong. It's just, you. sometimes you got to gauge it by people and what they want. Yeah, dude. So, like, everybody has their own idea of where they're headed or what they want to do. And you don't mm-hmm. know what that is for somebody else. And no. She might be doing something specifically to get to some place that you ain't going. Oh, and she was so excited when, because what, basically why she ended up closing down, aside from just it wore her down. Mm-hmm. She, I think it was about two years she had it. It was, um, it was, it's actually, I don't know if you've been to Panama City, but it's in that 23rd Street Plaza, the Walmart. They had five guys there. Yes. It's, it's the exact same place where the small cakes, cupcake places. Mm-hmm. It used to be at her cu- own cupcake yeah. place, but... Yeah, what happened was that Walmart came back. That was the time when she was in there. And, uh, you know, they yeah. pulled up that rent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not even worth trying to compete with it or go somewhere else at this point. So she was so excited to get out of it. She's like, I don't have to be my own boss anymore. Yeah, dude, it's stressful, <laughs> honestly. Like, you, people don't people go into it and they don't understand, like, what you're really getting into. No, like, they don't. You don't. You go in and you're like, all right, I can make some good-ass max." Let's get it. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know shit about tax structure. I don't know shit about. <laughs> That's how it was for me anyway. I'm not, assume... no, yeah. I'm not blindly assuming that you're, did do any research before you started a business. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. No, they do. And like I said, I think that's where it was funny when I actually got into it and was setting up the start where I think some people kind of expected that to happen to me. And then it was like. No, I actually, like, it, this was what I was eventually going to do anyways, just not this soon. Sure. You know, but it's like, no, I, I kind of have an idea. It's like, no, I wanted to be a little bit more built up because it's only been, technically this time last year, I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. That's This was when I was doing the wedding for Lisa and where I happened upon her brother wanting to yep. bake for me. So it's one of those things that you don't. You don't plan everything. You have an idea. Like you said, you have an idea of where you want to go, but you don't know how you're going to get there right off. Yeah. And that changes too. Like the older you get, the more your priorities priorities shift, or maybe you decide you just want to do a nonprofit baking school or God knows what. Mm -hmm. You can do all that shit. It's great. Like, dude, the possibilities for you at your age and at, I say that. I'm not crazy old. I'm not trying to make you... I'm not trying to say like, oh, she's just a kid. But I wish I had started doing what I'm doing now when I was your age. A hundred percent. Because I would be so much further along than I am now. That's rad. Like, it's very commendable. I'm very excited for you. Oh, I appreciate it. Super, super awesome. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of you for Valentine's orders or... Tell them to screw off if you ain't got time for <laughs> Valentine's orders right now because they're already swamped or whatever you need them to know. I was about to say, I got a website. It's basically my business na- mm-hmm. name, samluisaharper.com. You can go on there. There's actually a whole page to place orders that has the flavors listed for Valentine's Day or even just any other thing you want to order for me. It's all mm-hmm. listed on there. Or my Instagram, that's a huge one that people yeah. love following because if it's not 
the posts. It's the, the daily stories. Absolutely. I've seen what gets posted. Yeah, dude. Because I try my best to post either when I'm piping macaroons, mm-hmm. something, assembling cakes, you know, because I, I know it's one of those things, like you said, it's like people look at something, they don't realize all that goes into it. Exactly. So you like, have to tell the story to prove its value yeah, it's like before trying, you even sell it. Yeah, it's like you guys see me make it and then you still don't realize it's like I have this whole recipe of testing I did to get, to get this. But yeah. yeah, Instagram, you can go on there and look as well or... You know, my email's on my website, which is the same thing. It's my name, if mm-hmm. not phone number, any of those things. That's awesome. And you can Google it. It's got all that same information. Website, phone number, emails on there. Well, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm doubly excited because you brought sweet treats for <laughs> only me. Charlene, if you're listening to this at Sandals in Jamaica, <laughs> I'm about to get a tummy ache because I'm about to stuff all these sweets right down this stupid pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it for episode 136, unless y'all want to just... Keep talking about nothing. We can talk about whatever. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast. Thank you.